0: Hi, this is Jason Graves, host of the Blazing Gray Show. I'd like to introduce you to a product that I firmly believe should be used in every home in America. It's called SafeEyes. SafeEyes is the only software you'll need to protect you and your family from inappropriate content on the Internet. Over the last couple of years, I've tried several products and have never found anything as fast, effective, and affordable as SafeEyes. I now only use SafeEyes, and I recommend it to everybody I talk to all over the country. You don't have to take my word for it, though. SafeEyes was Recently ranked as the number one internet filtering software by the most well-known product testing company in America, alongside ten other products. No credit cards are necessary to start your 15-day risk-free trial today. Or to learn more about Safe Eyes, visit their website at safeeyes.com or call toll-free 877-944-8080. You'll be glad you gave Safe Eyes a try. I know I sure am. That's safeeyes.com. 877-944-8080.
1: Counselors, business owners, nonprofits, and trainers, you need unlimited flat rate conference calling? Then call our good friend Tom Parker at Affordable Conferencing, where his teleconferencing service allows you to conduct unlimited calls for one flat monthly fee. That means no more per minute, per person charges. Go to affordableconferencing.com or simply call toll free 888 968 6186. He saved Jason and Rob thousands. That's Tom Parker at Affordable Conferencing, 888-968-6186. They're proud to bring you today's broadcast. Now it's time for this week's edition of the Blazing Grace Show with your hosts Rob McIntyre, Jason Graves, and Mike Janung. It's sponsored by AffordableConferencing.com and SafeWorks. Thanks for tuning in to The Blazing Grace Show, where we cover blazing issues with grace-filled answers. Now, here's your hosts, Rob, Jason, and Mike.
0: Thanks for tuning in to The Blazing Grace Show. This is Jason Graves, along with my co-hosts, Rob McIntyre and Mike Janone. Hey, guys. Hey, Jason. Hey, good to see you. Hey. Yeah, it's good to see you, too. I'm, I, it's What is happening here? It's, it's not summer anymore.
2: No, but I'll tell you, I was down at The Good Guys Show down in Pueblo, and it felt like summer. Yeah, on, on Saturday, but at the nights it's not right. But, yeah. but at eight thousand feet, I mean, you know, for you people who are lowlanders, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know that.
0: <laughs> Sucking Good. sound is my breathing here. <laughs> Good. Well, we've got a very provocative show. We're going to be talking about child pornography today, and just so you know, uh, folks who have children out there, you don't have to necessarily shield your children. This isn't going to be a show where you're going to have to be worried about what you're going to hear, but. We do want you to be hearing from somebody that is very knowledgeable about this. We've got as a guest today a gentleman named Paul calling in from somewhere else in the country. He is a computer forensics expert with the federal government. We can't say which agency, but bottom line is is that he knows what he's doing in this area. and He's working very hard behind the scenes, and he's very passionate about that. So, Paul, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, Jason. You bet. Very well, glad to be here.
0: Absolutely. Glad to have you. And tell us a little bit more in breadth about what you're doing, a little bit what more about what you're passionate about, and some of your own experiences that you care to share.
3: Sure. I'm a, I'm an investigator with the federal government, and what I do now is take uh, computers or any other electronic media that has been seized as part of an investigation and uh, examine it. And it can be for any, any sort of crime, but... Uh, more and more we see there's there's child pornography, so we I've worked quite a bit in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a recovered sex addict myself, so mm-hmm. I, I, I see things from both sides. Um, and I've been doing this about 10 years. So it's uh, it's very interesting. I enjoy my job and trying to use that somehow to, to help other people and not get into those messes or help them out once they're there.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Paul, it seems like there's always a story lately in the news about someone somewhere getting taken into custody for child porn use or distribution. And then recently we had that mess with the Boy Scouts right? where the guy who is in charge of the sexual harassment policy uh, got caught with it. And I've seen where it's estimated there's been at least 100,000 child porn sites worldwide. In your mind, just how widespread is child porn?
3: It's it's everywhere. It... uh... I could be looking at a computer, and I don't even want to use the term, you know, normal, but it's got adult pornography. But mm-hmm. even within that, there'll be the child. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, I don't know if you want to call it a uh, you know a subculture or whatever, but it is uh, very prevalent in any sort of uh, work I do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a child pornography investigation, right? And it turns up.
2: Hey Paul, uh, this is Rob. But uh, what effects of the child pornography do you see on society? Are you seeing um, a major impact?
3: Absolutely. And, and when I uh, use the term child pornography, I'm also including just child exploitation, mm-hmm. where somebody is enticing a child from across the country to, you know, come down and you know we'll go to the amusement park or something. You know, they they just they they prey on these children. And right. So you it, got a,
2: you got aggressive pornography. You've got somebody who's pursuing kids, right. and then you've got somebody who's actually putting images out on the computer. Absolutely. So, so you can kind of actually make it, put it into two different things. So what do you see, other than the ones who are the pedophiles, the ones who are aggressively pursuing kids, what have you seen about just the visual side of uh, those pictures being put out on the computer?
3: Well, so far, in, at least in my experiences and where I work, a lot of the ones with the images are also pedophiles. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to be that a person would possess child pornography just because it's
2: pornography. See, now that's that's an interesting statement because for many years people would say that it's okay to have some sort of pornography. Right, that it's, it, it's art. Yeah, There's and it's, it's inept or it's benign. No. But that's not what your experience has been. No, in my
3: experience what I see is people who have that are usually being questioned for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's something else, you know, through an Amber Alert or through some other reason where they've got your attention. Mm-hmm. It isn't like they're being pursued just for their pornography uh, all the time, that we also mm-hmm. do that. But mm-hmm. um, there's definitely a correlation between the ones who are actually acting on that. It's the next kick.
2: And, and, you know, that term indicia uh, for our our viewers who aren't law enforcement people, indicia is kind of like the the accoutrements of a crime. But would you you know, indicia as far as, you know, when somebody's names on it. But what are some of the accoutrements of child pornography that you're seeing or the behavior? So would you say that, you know, someone's uh, pedophile behavior, it would be you're saying it's just a custom that they would always have child pornography?
3: Absolutely. If someone is arrested for that or, um, you know, questioned or anything other, It's it, that's always part of it, whether it be in printed form or electronic, which is mainly the case now. But if, a, you know, the, the, the pedophile, as far as the things to look for, really haven't changed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're being nice to the kids. You know, there's just – there's some things I look at, and I'm just amazed to hear what's going on that nobody ever – picked up on it you know the guy's always nice to the neighborhood kids he takes them into his minivan and wrestles you know just Mm. he you know oh yeah lots of kids come over everybody likes bob you know just Mm -hmm. all the things you think of Mm -hmm. that you've been hearing forever hey you know never take candy from a man who pulls up in a van Is still the same it's just now what they have uh, in their possession is even more sick and just more the volume the voluminous Due to the internet and uh, the ease that they can get the stuff, mm-hmm.
4: Paul. You mentioned the next kick. What, in your mind, how does somebody get go from re- so-called regular porn to child porn?
3: I think it's just it's sin and man's depravity, mm-hmm. uh, like a traditional drug. You know, the person takes the first hit of crack, and that's great. And then before you know it, it's you know a thousand dollars a day because they have to take more and more and mm-hmm. more to get that kick. Mm-hmm. And with this, uh, with the sexual addiction and child pornography uh, in general or in particular, what uh, what provides that kick or that high the first time doesn't last, and so they get more and more, and then they go from images, you know, just images to movies to, you know, acting out, um, and uh, yeah, a lot of the, as I'm sure y'all have seen, but we've seen a lot of the, the people who do this are, are. Victims themselves from when they're mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. which doesn't make it any less of a crime, but it just it feeds on itself and it just keeps it just keeps going until um, you know in in some interviews you see where they just started with pictures and then they ended up enticing a, an eleven year old girl to take a bus across the country right. um, and then from there, where does it go you right know, where does it go there to actually killing the child or mm-hmm changing from child pornography to homosexuality. I mean, it just, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Blazing Gray Show, where we're talking about child pornography today. And we have as a guest today with us Paul, who is a a computer forensics expert with the federal government. And I'm just wondering, Paul, what would be the typical age and gender of a victim of child pornography? And then what would you say to maybe some of our listeners who are younger, uh, first of all, pornography, we understand, as we understand it, is pictures of people with their clothes off. But how, what would you say to protect children so that they can be equipped and understandable about uh, how to avoid being entrapped in this or ensnared in this?
3: Right. Um, as far as an age, I've seen it from infant um, on up. And it's it's got to be the most disturbing thing you can ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are no boundaries with what they will do to these mm-hmm. children. Or, and
0: when you say "on up," I mean the the cutoff age is then what eighteen, right? Sixteen okay.
3: or eighteen, you know, just depending on where you are. Okay. And uh, as far as protecting a child, just the the precautions you 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 would give your children to never. Talk to someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. I've got, you know, I've got a little girl, and my wife and I. It's just ingrained into her. You know, you never talk to someone that mommy or daddy doesn't say is okay. Mm-hmm. You just don't let your children out of your sight, basically, mm-hmm. um, as, as long as you can, right. and then equip them to know what to do um, when they are, because just you know, the, the guy pulling up in the van who wants to give you candy or wants to play hide and seek with you or or anything else, you know, it could have something bad. But even more important than that is having your, your child be able to talk to you about these things. Right. You know, if you are a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout or the church counselor or whoever does anything inappropriate, know that you can come talk to your mom and dad, and they're not going not gonna to be mad at you.
0: Right. So having that open door right. is very important. Absolutely. And you can always talk to your parents, kids, because if anything like that ever happened to you or or does happen to you, it's not your fault, and it never is your fault. It's never—it's uh, always an adult's fault if something like that happens, even if it feels like you did something wrong. So don't blame yourself. Now, w- wanted to just uh, move on a little bit here because you differentiated earlier between— Child pornographers, and then child—what uh, the word you used for it? People that uh, try to uh, pedophile, pedophile, uh, entrap them on the on the internet Others. and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the typical way that you're seeing that happening, and how can parents protect their kids from some of the uh, the nouveau uh, approaches that are that are, are happening because of the advancement of technology?
3: Right. My probably the most important thing is uh, don't let your child, uh, if they have a computer in their bedroom, don't let it be connected to the internet. Make the mm-hmm. Internet computer a public computer in the home, a right. family computer. Because um, every, every level now from the, the child's school up to anything has got chat rooms on them now. Right. And that is where the pedophiles and the ones who want to exploit the children pray. Mm-hmm. They will go into these rooms, uh, sometimes portraying themselves as a child themselves mm-hmm. or – I've seen one where he actually used his actual child to introduce him wow. to someone. Mm. Hey, my dad's cool. Why not you talk to him? Um, the, it's the, the main thing is to know what your children are doing online. Mm. Right. And, you know, don't let them sit up all night doing that because you, you, you never know who you're talking to. That's
0: right. That's why we believe in filters so much. And, Absolutely. of course, Safe Eyes is a filter that is sponsoring this show. And we advocate uh, parents to have filters, Paul, because basically if you don't, it's kind of like uh, leaving your door to your house wide open when you know that there could be you know, robbers or, or criminals outside uh, wanting access to your home, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. I know. And I mean, it's, yeah. It's, and whether or not they're in the chat room for their, their, you know, their grade school or that somehow they've gone onto to some Yahoo group you know that is overtly uh out there for child pornography which mm-hmm. they are it's amazing to see this stuff
0: mm-hmm. right and, and how you much gotta know. i'm just curious uh, uh, rob's got a question but I, i'm just curious how much of the how much of this is uh is organized crime behind p- pornography in general or child pornography <laughs> if you can speak to that i
3: would say in general uh, i don't focus on the organized crime, a mm-hmm, lot of mm-hmm. what I do see and hear, it's it's behind it. It just depends on how many levels back you go. Mm, okay. Particularly the child stuff, because a lot of that is outside of this country.
0: Okay. is where it
3: originates. Right. Um, I can't give you an exact answer, but I, it's there. It's just okay. you've got to see how many levels you've got to go back. Right. Gotcha.
2: Hey, Paul, uh, you know, I love my church, and I love seeing young people being involved in church and youth pastors and all that. But uh, we do see an issue with uh, a lot of people who abuse— positions of trust with children, how much, or do you see many in the church who are using uh, child porn? Are you seeing that that is part of it, um, those kind of environs, but basically the church?
3: Um, I have not worked anything, particularly where it was a church leader, Um, but just knowing how prevalent pornography is in the church that is not addressed a lot, and knowing how much child pornography I see, along with other pornography, because that's that's almost like a gateway drug itself. You know, like we were talking earlier, with you got to get the next kick. You might not start out with child pornography,
2: right? Right.
3: So I'm sure it is there. Yeah. It's just I personally have not worked on something where they say, okay, this guy's a pastor.
2: Right. He's and one of the directors. and and one of the things we do at our church, uh, and I've seen start to happen at most churches that are responsible for. Um, you know, leaders, is they do backgrounds and they do a lot of these checks and FBI sure. checks, and, and there seems to be a lot more responsibility.
0: Absolutely. It's just, wow. Well,
2: you
3: know, it's, like, it's the same problems that have always been there, it's just now it's worse.
0: Right. Now, you said uh, in terms of people that are in positions of trust, positions of power and influence, It may not you may not be seeing it in the church much, but where do you see it? What are some of the common roles that people play that— that you're you're kind of going gosh this I you know i saw this last month and the month before right.
3: I've seen it everywhere from um you know the guy you would you would think oh he's a pedophile mm-hmm. you know the stereotypical out of work lives with his parents mm-hmm. um, spends a lot of time on the computer that sort of thing all the way up through professionals mm-hmm. I don't want to you know get too specific but professionals that you would just say you know what which speaks to this to the disease side of this. I mean, what are you doing? You know, you've got this job, and you've got you know you went to a house to meet a we thought was a 12 year old girl to have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing? It, it spans the spectrum. It's just like the, I guess any other addiction.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it it hits everywhere.
2: That um. is so true. You got those out on the fringe, and then you got your commonalities. I mean, it's the same thing in the drug world. So
3: absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you, um,
4: you mentioned the uh, stereotypical pedophile and a couple uh, features that make that up. Right. Uh, the guy who lives with his parents. What What are some other things that are, that make up that stereotype?
3: It always, uh, in in what I've seen. It's amazing that they are almost all live at home, either because they're out of work or they just never left home. Mm-hmm. Um if they do work, it's generally in some sort of computer field
4: mm-hmm.
3: that just gives them unlimited uh access. Um a lot of the uh that I've seen are kind of tend more towards the, the goth look. Mm-hmm. That's, that's familiar to, to listeners. Right. To. Yeah. Just the antisocial, um unkempt just preoccupied with uh, this sort of thing. You'll know, ever were in their house, even though you might not see the child pornography. There's you know, usually drugs. There's uh, other pornography. Just an unkempt sort of appearance. Um, likes you know just seems to be inappropriately nice to younger children. Um, if you're moving out of the your counterculture into the more mainstream, you know just if it's the Boy Scout leader or you know the youth minister or the the man next door who's just too nice to your kids. Right. Those are the stereotypical things I see, but then, you know, I, I say all that, and then you'll get a guy that you just, you just go, "Wow, I would never have guessed." Mm-hmm. So you can't rely on that, a hundred percent.
2: Sure. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Of course, you know we we love the Lord and we believe in Jesus Christ being Absolutely. the redemption for us and to save us from our our sinful behavior, and so even though we are really focusing on parents and children being able to be informed about pornography. But if there's somebody who's listening to the show right now or somebody who knows somebody who's struggling with child porn, what should he or she do?
3: Get help. Mm-hmm. First off, Okay. Um, whether that's someone in your own profession that I highly recommend, um, you're going to need that anyway. But, uh, that's something, you uh, know, it's it's each individual. Uh, it's it's a different case, but you've mm-hmm. got to get help somehow. And if that actually means going to uh, enforcement, uh, law enforcement agencies, I I recommend that. For the reason is there are children out there being horribly abused, mm-hmm. and God will forgive. Mm-hmm. God has forgiven me mm-hmm. some terrible things mm-hmm. and taken things from me um, that. Uh, I, I praise him for, mm-hmm. and he can do that for anybody, regardless of what you're into.
0: Mm-hmm. And are there some steps, if we could break it down a little bit, are there some steps that people can take to getting help? Because maybe there are some things that might be in their way, some some uh, huge roadblocks. How can we help them get over those roadblocks? Well, I
3: would say first start off with uh, finding a Christian counselor such as you know, yourselves. Mm-hmm. To begin to talk about this and have someone to help you through what could be coming. Okay. Um, if you just went to your local police department with your computer and said, uh, "I'm a child pornographer and here's my computer," you may get arrested. You might not. It depends on where you are mm-hmm. and what their process is. And that might um, it might not be as helpful initially. I, I don't know. This is kind of one of those areas that is just everything is different. The bottom line is you've got children being abused, and while most of it is from overseas and most of, you know, you could look at 10 different computers, and they've got the same images because Mm -hmm. these things are just getting sent everywhere. Right. But every now and then you do get some locally produced by the family members or somewhere where you can help these children. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, these kids are the ones who grow up being the adult pornography actors or actresses or whatever you want to call it. I mean Mm – it's a progression from childhood of these these babies and these children end up you know their lives being in that
2: it's probably it's probably important just to even say this that uh, we we definitely want to protect the children Absolutely. first and foremost and and definitely though the one who's sinning we will always want to have a way for them back to God's grace. And
0: mercy. Right, Absolutely. and and just more specifically, and Paul, you may not totally agree with this, I don't know, but I would just encourage you if you've got porn of any kind on your computer, mm-hmm. get rid of it Absolutely. yesterday. You know, get rid of it immediately right. and you don't have to keep the evidence around right. get rid of yeah. it yeah. you know get it because the bottom line is is that you are not the porn police you don't need to be monitoring the stuff you just need to be away from this stuff right. okay let the, somebody else do the, the job and so okay well um do you basically want to just um start to kind of look at um, ways that we can really help people who have already been through this, and you mentioned that there is a progression. And just a few weeks ago, we had Shelly Lubin on the show, who is a former porn actress, and you know she's now serving Jesus. And I'm just wondering if there, you know, is a is a a child that we might come into contact with who's been abused in child porn? Uh, are there first any warning signs that we could be aware of? And then what are some steps that we can take? I mean, obviously, as counselors, we have a duty to report this kind of stuff. But what about just for your average listener out there who who wants to just help a person that's been through this? What are the warning signs and what can we do?
3: The warning signs for a child? Right. Um, Being withdrawn, spending too much time on the computer could be an indicator of what might be going on. but. Mm -hmm. It just goes back to the uh, the communication. And this is one thing I'm very passionate about. My, I, I had no communication with my parents. Hmm. Um, so I couldn't have told them that mm-hmm. if it had happened anyway. You know, ask your child if, you know, if someone spent too much time with them, if they've got uh, – they just seem all of a sudden they're an outgoing child. You know, they love going to church. They love going to Boy Scouts. They love going to, you know, to whatever. And then all of a sudden they become withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's – some of this is pretty disgusting if you find you know, bandages showing any signs of abuse mm. um, that yeah. might have uh, – anything that could have happened.
4: Um, are a lot of those kids going to get threatened not to tell mommy or daddy if something like that happens?
3: Absolutely, happened? absolutely. And, and a lot of them are – they're slaves in that trade. Mm. Uh, an excellent uh, book I would recommend anybody really wanting to find out more is called Terrify No More. Hmm. By the International Justice Mission, which is a, uh, a mission that goes out and actually rescues kids from this. Wow! And um, a lot of these kids—that's their—that's li- their life. That's their job. It isn't—you um, know—they got abducted for a day, and now they're they're uh, used in child pornography, which does happen. But a lot of these poor children are sold into that; they're slaves, and that's their life until they die or they get out somehow.
0: And that was the International Justice. Mission? mission okay
3: and the uh, the uh, the founders of it his name escapes me but you can do a search for ijm.org and it okay. tells you all about them. okay um, great
2: and, and just to follow up on Jason's question what are some steps for some listeners um, you know could could uh, you know a listener who sees a child who's kind of acting withdrawn or something along those lines? How can they help? Just pursue them verbally, or yes,
3: I mean it's your child, and if you suspect something like that's happened, you want to you want to find out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Just with the overall, the overall uh, premise of it is that you you love them and you cared for them. You're not mad at them. You're not angry at them. You're not going to punish them, right? Because as Jason said earlier, it's not your fault. Right. If any of that happens, it's just the communication is so important. Um, right. And then from there to seek law enforcement help or you know counseling help for sure. Great. But it's just let the parents know it's important for parents to know it is your job to take care of your children in that aspect.
0: Absolutely. It's
3: not okay. Well, I took them to the counselor now. It's, it's okay. Or I told the police. I mean, stay, stay active in what's right. going on.
0: Great. Well, we need to wind up, but I just want to thank you for being with us today, Paul. Thank you very much for inviting me. And thank you for tuning in today. If you need a copy, of course, go to our website. But we want to let you know that we are a listener-supported show now, and your donations are tax-deductible. We'd love to have your support because we want to get these important messages about uh, child pornography, lust, uh, getting free from sexual addiction out there to people who really need it. So if you want more information about how you can give, email us at radio at blazinggrace.org. Also, we'd like to have your feedback. So again, just send us an email to radio at blazinggrace.org. And we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to The Blazing Grace Show. We'd like to thank our sponsors, affordableconferencing.com and safeeyes.com. Remember, for unlimited conference calling, go to affordableconferencing.com or call toll-free 888-968-968. Sixty-one eighty-six For your 15-day risk-free internet filtering trial, or to learn more about SafeEyes, visit their website. It's safeeyes.com, or call 877-944-8080. That's affordableconferencing.com at 888-968-6186, and safeeyes.com at 877-944-8080. If you'd like a downloadable copy of today's broadcast, visit blazinggrace.org. Or if you'd like more information about the show, send your email to mike at blazinggrace.org. If you need to speak with a therapist nationwide, you can dial Rob McIntyre at 877-593-1166. Or Jason Graves at 877-590-7685. That's Rob at 877 593 1166 or Jason at 877 590 7685. We hope you tune in next time for more blazing issues and grace filled answers on the Blazing Grace Show.